In this episode, we're going to、uh, be talking about Ivy Lit for a learner portfolio entry for quarter two.、Um, my name is Annabelle. I'm Maggie. I'm Emma. I'm Rita. So how how did you guys feel about Ivy Lit this year? You know, you know one thing that's very interesting. I guess I mean okay, yeah. You know what? Honesty is the best policy. You know, it was infuriating. <laughs>、um, <laughs> yeah. The, it's not so much of like the class itself, but it's the whole, I guess, the school system. The jump from lit nine and lit ten is so huge to Ivy Wing lit. It's actually. Yeah, I didn't I analyze at all in what nine and ten. I don't think I've actually like sat down and did a so what effect and why progression until I came into Ivy Langlet, and I just got completely bulldozed by that analysis part of it. Wait,、hmm. what what teachers did you have freshman sophomore year? <laughs> I had Martin for freshman year. Whoa, you and Martin? I did have Martin. <laughs> I assume that like in Martin, you would have to like write a lot of essays and stuff. Okay, I might be wrong about this, but surprisingly, I feel like Martin's class was very artistic focused. Oh, I, I did a lot of. Yeah, I think the highest grade I got in that class was this one time where I did like a very heavily artistic, um, submission. And that's like, that's what got me good grades in that class. There wasn't that much of actual, like analysis writing though, analytical writing. Not really. Hmm, that's interesting. Oh, in my freshman year, I had Mr. Brunson. He's like the writing one twenty one teacher. Um,、oh. we read Animal Farm, and we like wrote a couple analytical paragraphs on that. But, um, compared to what I've written in eighth grade, it's like really formulaic. Like, you need, you have like two sentences for quotes, two sentences for like analysis, and like another sentence, that's a transition sentence. So, hmm. Yeah, that was. I don't know if that like. Strength strengthened my, ana analytical writing or, like. I guess, stunted it from, what I was writing in eighth grade. Yeah, I feel like, personally, like the last. Actual essay I wrote was probably seventh grade. Like, remember the like the book club stuff? Oh, oh, eighth grade, eighth grade. My um, I think I read like, and that was like eighth grade for me. The big analytical essays. The DBQs. <laughs> oh, DB. Okay, but those were on demand though. Like, I. I don't know why. I feel like it's actually easier to write on demand. Really? It's like、oh. you don't have, like, okay. Technically, the quality like isn't as good, but you also don't like overanalyze stuff. 
you just like pick out the most important thing and just go I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to like come up with ideas in the first place. I feel like writing out your ideas is easy, but coming coming up with an idea in like a given amount of time is pretty hard. Oh, mm, that's true. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'd say like probably most of the HOSA and Duffy process is more like thinking about what you're gonna write versus actually writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think a common uh, problem I have, like, not just in writing throughout all my years of writing, but just in school in general, is that I, I think I spend too too much time, like, mm-hmm. like with being details. a per- perfectionist. Yeah, but. I don't know. Like, the stuff that I do turn in, I would say is, like, my best, like, the best quality that I could produce. But just the process of... The process is really painful for me. (laughs) So, for on, like, in middle school, when we had... Or even in freshman year, yeah. When we had those on-demand writings I mean I finished like a pretty okay draft but like definitely I it was always like right right at the last minute when I like quickly type a conclusion and turn it in and I never really have time to go back and edit for sure, I feel like my writing quality decreases as the essay progresses. And that's that's true for basically any essay I've ever written. Um, I think definitely my intro is fairly, fairly strong. And, but the first body paragraph always has interesting stuff. And then everything after that just like gets worse and worse. Like the last body paragraphs just gonna be like, oh yeah, that's that thing exists or something. And I I think it has to do with I can't even say it has to do with writing fatigue because like especially for my Duffy analysis, I wrote like a body paragraph a day, right? So I didn't I didn't write all of my essay in one sitting. So, you know, intuitively, it should be that all of my body paragraphs should be of the same caliber. But no, still no. <laughs> no those like last body paragraphs are significantly worse than, or in my opinion, I always like my first body paragraph the best. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just use up all my good ideas and I just don't have them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like mentally exhausting too because i guess the the further you get into your essay it's like at least i feel more and more like urgency i guess to like just finish it and get it done with Mm. and so that's why my writing quality gets worse later because i'm just like so impatient i guess i'm like yeah i'm definitely not a perfectionist i think yes i'm here (laughs) because i just (laughs) i write 
lightly edit and then just turn it in. <laughs> I feel like conclusions are so hard. Like, you don't want to be repetitive for the, like, you don't want to repeat the exact same thesis. And you also don't want to repeat, like, the exact same topic sentences as used. And then, I mean, I feel like the only thing you can talk about in conclusion without introducing new ideas is just restate your thesis and then your and then rewrite your three topic sentences and then I don't know what else to write about. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. My conclusions um, are so bad. <laughs> I think a pretty pa- proud point that I like I think my in my HL essay my I'm pretty proud of my like intro and conclusion because um you know how in lemonade uh, i wrote about lemonade like Mm -hmm. beyonce's lemonade you know how in lemonade um grandma hattie like jay-z's grandmother says like i was served lemons but i made lemonade Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like a reoccurring like idea or motif just from your like suffering and pain making like art from it so i i i included the quote in my introduction and i kind of tied it back in in my in like the last sentence of my conclusion so i'll just read my last sentence to you so i said when presented with her own lemons Beyonce transformed her vulnerable struggles into art that transcended herself. As Grandma Hattie would say, she made lemonade. So, I think a tip tip is to just mention something in the beginning that's, like, kind of unrelated to your, like, a little bit related to your thesis, and then just tie it back in your conclusion. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good tip. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I've always struggled with in this class especially. Well, I guess I always kind of struggled with it, but it really, like, reflected. Because I think what's interesting about IB language in general is that you can see how you score in very specific targets, right? So in nine, 9 and 10, it was just narrative, informative, and argumentative right wait is that correct yeah for learning targets i think i think so i think that was what it was so it was the type of text you were creating while in ivy language it focuses on like the specific aspects of your writing i guess so you can see oh this is how i can relate to the bigger picture how i can analyze closely and then the other two which is focus organization development and language are very raw writing skill (laughs) like how can you use the english language basically and oh my gosh i just realized in ivy language that my focus organization development is terrible (laughs) i don't have it (laughs) yeah me too i think i've i've always like struggled with grammar a lot Mm. so i definitely think that that's something i need to work on and also just like not talking about like useless stuff like i i think i go on tangents a lot 
in my pieces. So, mm-hmm. how do you like improve in analysis, though? Honestly, I think analysis is the portion I improved on most during Ivy Languid. Which is interesting, considering that it's not very much writing skill as it is. Just, like I, I thinking. Don't, I don't even know. It's thinking critically. It's just, yeah, it's like being able to like recognize patterns that we learn in class. I guess. I mean, I feel like the stuff we learn in class, it really helped me like get better at analysis. Like I didn't know that. Like, what do you call it? In, like, uh, Paul Kaczynski, like, the different, like, camera views and stuff, camera angles, I didn't know that would have, like, an impact on the actual meaning of the drawing, so I felt like I had a lot more stuff to talk about, and I could go a lot deeper in my analysis when I was writing about that type of stuff. One thing I'm happy about this class is I've like kind of started to see a lot of like the techniques that we use in class like in real life like mm. um if someone's like giving a speech or if I see like a trailer or something like you know like the the Trump Biden ads that we did mm-hmm. like I never I never realized how big the audio portion is like audio affects your vision like or not really but like your <laughs> visual experience is so affected by audio also mm-hmm. and like but it's like in a subconscious way so you don't even notice it in the beginning yeah i do <laughs> i know it the class itself i being lit is very difficult <laughs> in terms of i guess it's in just terms of improving yourself and of course, grading is a lot harsher in this class, but I, I, I actually would recommend the course to literally anyone because it really does kind of expand your horizon, makes you a more worldly person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, um, I know that writing is probably my worst subject, um, maybe world language, but <laughs> writing <Yeah>. is one <laughs> of my worst subjects. So I was like debating whether I should do Lit 11 or IB Lit. And I feel like um, I'm really glad that I chose to do IB Lit, even though it challenged me a lot. And I struggled a lot with writing because there's like so much more writing than what we did in previous um, humanities or Lit classes. Um, I'm really gra- glad I chose to do this class because I definitely improved in my writing, even though I can't say I'm good at it yet, but hopefully in the future, um, I can use stuff that we learned from this class to improve my writing. And maybe, I don't know, I can be good at writing one day. Yeah. Wait, I have a question for you guys. Did you guys think that Duffy final or HL essay was more difficult, and which one did you like enjoy more? I know you have different opinions. It's okay. I think the HL essay for me was um, more difficult uh, because you had to like 
use outside research, I guess, and like try to connect it in. And also, like the the fact that I don't know, I feel like creating the line of inquiry for HLSA was more difficult for me because for Duffy we had like um like a source and a source share as like a common theme, but since it's like comparative, I feel like Duffy is easier. I say for me personally Duffy was harder because I hate poetry like with a burning passion (laughs) I cannot express how much I dislike poetry and how much I hate that every single lit class that I've been in we had to do poetry and like it's it's just I, I don't understand poetry it doesn't click with me I don't find it really profound the only poem that I've ever ended up liking Actually, surprisingly, it was um, Eurydice by, like, Duffy. So, um, that was fun. But Duffy was extremely hard in that sense. But also, surprisingly, Duffy was very much more enjoyable to write than the HLSA. Because once I actually got an analysis that I wanted, especially since I hated, you know, poetry so much, once I actually saw, like, the connections in the analysis, I was like, oh, I can write this, and then that was fun. Or, uh, not fun, but, you know, better than the HLSA. <laughs> That's true. I feel like, I think I probably wrote better for my HLSA than Duffy, because I guess I found my HL topic, HLSA topic more interesting. And, like, I think, um like, being introduced to Lahiri's stories has honestly been, like, probably my favorite part of Lit. I genuinely, like, love her writing style, and I, I'm gonna, like, try to get her book. Ooh. Oh, who cried? Who cried in Lahiri? Me, <laughs> bruh, oh my god. The, a temporary matter? Oh, man. I found, like, a temporary matter, so... It was, like, I found it really, like, I felt like a lot of people could, like, relate to what they were going through. Well, maybe not. Yeah, definitely. Maybe not the, like, um, miscarriage part or, like, the stillborn part, (laughs) but the just how sometimes relationships just don't work and it's not because you hate each other, but just... You just need some time to yourself. I feel like, especially since we're all, like, second-generation immigrants, I think, like, a temporary matter definitely has, like, it relates to us the most, I guess. And it it was just, like, I was so sad at the end because it was just, like, a gradual letdown. It gets, like, sadder and sadder. And then, like, the end just hits, like, punches you in the face, and it's like... I really thought they were gonna... Dang, she was leaving the whole time. <laughs> I really thought they were gonna get together, or they were gonna talk again. But then she hit him with the old... No. Okay, like, in Hell Heaven, I feel like the mother, she's... I'm guessing she's first-generation immigrant, and her daughter, Usha... Is that her name? Was a second generation immigrant. And it was mostly focused on like the mother's struggles. And I feel like 
sometimes like we don't understand what our parents went through i feel like that opened up a lot of doors and like showed me like damn it kind of sucks for them too um <laughs> like for sure the part where we can mostly relate is like where her mom was like really strict and wouldn't like be like american parents and i feel like it's not only hard for us but it's hard for them too and it was hard for me to see that before I read her short story. Mhm. I think like a story that demonstrated that a lot was also like Gogol. Like I think it was it was like pretty much half half parent and child, but I mean Gogol didn't know his dad had like a huge traumatic experience for the majority of his life and like I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we also don't know about our parents too. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say something which is both true and not true at the same time. But I think that quarantine Oh, okay, fine. I I'll say quarantine has both positively and negatively impacted my how I perform in lit specifically because for lit uh, okay first of all the late work thing uh if miss murder is listening to us <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> but um i'm really sorry too <laughs> me too <laughs> i'm so sorry okay the thing is but, like um before we had online school i've i never turned in like anything from lit late i don't know if it's just because the workload was like less intense but now i'm like what happened to me i just like don't have the motivation and like the late policy this is like my fault though it just made everything everything seem so like optional oh Um, I definitely think like the I don't know where the feeling of things being optional comes from, but it I, like to be honest, like lit HL as a well, actually, I don't know because we're experiencing like pretty much half the rigor of a regular class pretty much. Mhm. Cuz we're doing like 4 by 4 but it's definitely not hard. but it's just like such a mental game to motivate yourself and that that's like personally the hardest part about lit. Yeah, like like I just the not like the workload isn't even that bad. Like um Miss Warner gives us like like a week, a t- like two weeks just to like in class to just write our essays, right? But mm-hmm. <laughs> What what am I doing? What have I been doing? I I find myself just sleeping so much during the day. Yeah. And that just messes up my sleep schedule at night. My sleep schedule is so good. <laughs> I wish being able to like work in different places, I guess. Um like in freshman and sophomore year um i did i think i did 
a lot or at least like half of my homework in school um either like during class or during homework club or advisory and like i don't know i feel like i i can't focus at home not like not cuz like my home life is bad or anything it's like usually pretty good or like quiet it's just like i feel like there's so many distractions and i i always get distracted i don't even realize i'm doing it yeah um i talked to malika with about this earlier like this problem a couple of weeks ago and yeah she told me that um she recommended to just not do homework in your room like go to another room to do homework cuz when you <laughs> i don't know about you guys but my room right now my workspace is like really messy same so yeah. i i just need like you kind of just have to be in a good like working headspace with a good workplace to produce good work mm-hmm. the thing is though like my best setup is in my room like my desk and chair yeah. and everything like um at least like we all have siblings mm-hmm. so it's not like we have extra rooms to turn into workspaces or anything yeah like i have Emma? my <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emma? Emma yeah. not work in your room. <laughs> I, d- I don't work in my room. I have my own room nice. for working. I always sleep in my room. Yeah. Um, really, do you think it actually helps you? Like, separate? Yeah. I guess, like, like play from work? Um. In a way, yes. I think it definitely... I don't... I don't sleep. I mean, like the, the okay, wait. That was that's wrong. The thing the thing that helps a lot with having a separate room for working is that my sleep schedule works out really well. Um so I don't mix like sleeping. I, I never work on my bed or like attend class from my bed or anything like that. So that really helped with focusing in class especially but wait where was it where was it going with this yeah but the thing is I also like watch stuff from my um study as well right so I do get distracted Mm. sometimes I have no idea what this uh, you know I I have no idea what's going on inside my brain right now it's it's fine (laughs) no 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 I I I get where you're coming from. So it like helps you kind of. Yes. It does. Like I think I do worse. Oh, the also also the re- the main reason why I don't work in my room is that my room doesn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> like our oh. our router doesn't our router just doesn't reach to my room. So that's why I have to work in a different room, which is right, like, my room right now is right above the router. So I can't, even if I tried, I couldn't attend class or do work from my room. So that's, that's a big, big yikes. I think, yeah, definitely, like, next quarter, I need to not 
do work and go to class in my bed. <laughs> I think, especially because um, they want us to turn on cameras for class, right? Mm. Are we required? Is there a way to make your camera like purposefully blurry? <laughs> Wait, you could uh, use one I... of those Snapchat filters I used in the beginning of the year. Oh my. I mean, I guess first day of school, I'll just show up looking super homeless and then the bar is very low. Do you guys also have like. I feel like I need to constantly make my room perfectly organized and clean, otherwise, I feel so, like, uncomfortable. I don't know, I feel like I need, I'm, oh. I'm constantly, like, fixing stuff in my room, and then I can study, then I see something, and I fix that. I don't know, it's so hard. Bruh, so my room right now, there's, like, clothes all over the floor, like, chemistry equipment on my desk and on my floor and in the box. And just like papers everywhere. I guess like my room doesn't it's technically not messy, but it just looks cluttered because like all my things are like different colors and like everything's like colorful and weird and like not my aesthetic, but it was the aesthetic of me when I was in elementary school. <laughs> and so I don't know. It it's like irritating, but I'm too lazy to actually like redecorate or reorganize my room my room's empty it's it's pretty empty <laughs> i don't do anything in it i feel like having plants kind of helps like it makes it feel more like lively in here and just makes it look nice and i feel more obligated to get my life together <laughs> because my room is nice Aww. I've tried to raise plants before and I always kill them. Like, I don't even know what I do wrong. I had a lot of plants. Half of them died and then the remaining three are like invincible. <laughs> I forget about them. Dude, I've killed a succulent. I killed oh, three succulents, bro. It's so sad. Oh my. <laughs> This is my first year having Warner as a teacher. Like, my other teachers I've had for at least one year before beforehand, so I kind of know their teaching styles, and I can kind of evaluate, like, oh, yeah, this their teaching style fits me, or their teaching style is, like, le- less suited towards how I learn. But with distance learning, I don't know if... Like, I, I can't really tell what Warner's teaching Miss Warner's teaching style is, in the first place because it's just not much of lecture yeah i feel like for a language arts class i guess it's it's a lot of just like self self discovery i, I guess <laughs> i don't know yeah. i guess um i really like that uh i guess miss wonder didn't put a lot of like her personal views or anything into teaching because um i remember like in eighth grade for Sander, it was so easy to just pander to her <laughs> and just write what she wanted to hear instead of actually, like, 
like writing well you know mm-hmm. and so i think um yeah i think this class has helped me like break out of that mindset mm-hmm. and try to find like a writing style of my own um i think that one thing that miss werner does do really well is that she can see through bad writing and see oh yeah there's analysis there because sometimes i read my own writing and i'm like how did like i i know what i'm trying to say because i'm I mean, I thought the things, but it's really, it's, sometimes it's really hard to follow because my organization is just non-existent. <laughs> but I, it's really impressive, honestly, how uh, Miss Werner is able to identify that I had that so what effect. Why? When my organization is literally just out the window and falling off a 10-foot building or something. <laughs> I think that Miss Florner, like, she's really, first of all, she's really flexible with due dates, which is really nice. And also, I feel like she prepares us really well for assignments. Like, for Duffy Final, we have, like, a whole two weeks, I think, going over each poem, and then we would discuss them in class. And then she had a really detailed, um, like, outline for us to follow, and I thought, that was really helpful. Also for HL essay, we of course went through all the different text types in class, and then she gave us um, the line of inquiry template as well as like examples and outlines. So I feel like, felt like we could be really prepared for the topic, and we wouldn't be kind of lost. And yeah, I feel like she set us up nicely to be able to write a good essay yeah she set us, set us up to succeed and i somehow managed to throw that all out the throw that all aside and fail anyways <laughs> no not with that attitude you know what hmm. we're gonna do great what's um something that you guys think this class could improve on for like next semester or honestly Mm. i feel like primarily the primary issues i've had with this class are a me problem and not the class problem yeah i agree like i guess maybe (laughs) it's like i maybe it's hard since um i think miss warner is like a really empathetic person but I guess like going harder on due dates maybe. Yeah. Although it's again it's it's more of the students' problems than mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in cuz I mean we can always just ignore due in dates. Java and C++ there's like hard or soft deadlines and hard deadlines. I think that'll keep oh. <laughs> I think the hard deadline approaching. <laughs> <laughs> I think like oh, gosh. implementing that kind of system would keep students more on track and not like like stressing out <laughs> about mm-hmm. yeah just not stressing out about everything due in the last couple of weeks okay but that was honestly my problem yeah that was my problem yeah me too <laughs> Like, technically, the due dates were supposed to be spaced out pretty well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. 
Okay, I feel like this isn't related to like lit comp only, but I feel like it's uh, I don't know, you guys participate a lot in class, but I feel like it's really hard for me because first of all, I get like so scared for no reason at all. Even when it's like small groups or individual one-on-one or whole class discussions. Um, I don't know, it's really hard to participate for some reason. And but I like how she like allows us to speak through chat in discussions mm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That that was like a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Like Oh, also my microphone was scuffed for the first half of it. Gone. I tried speaking. It's funny because after I got my mic fixed, we just stopped doing discussions. <laughs> um, are you guys taking HL two next year? No. no. Oh. One twenty one, baby. Yeah, I have my freshman lit and comp teacher as my writing one twenty one teacher. Dang, I guess. <laughs> oh. I'll t- I'll tell you guys how HL two is <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think that was a good ending point. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess good luck with the rest of your finals. Yes. Only a week too. left. Actually, less than a week. Actually, I'm. Oh wait, Rita and I are we're both done with all our finals, yeah. right? Yeah. I... Wow. Except lit. (sighs) All right. We all have a lot to write, so this is a good review of the class, though. Okay, well, um, thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.